Brian, 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 I think this pipe looks like it's gonna explode, man. It's fine, it always does that. Oh! oh it's going right in your mouth, dude! Oh, oh god, it's in my mouth! This is turn the nozzle! Turn the nozzle! Oh god! Oh god! Oh, that's gross, Brian, this place man. is falling apart, man! Yeah. Oh god! Oh, you're right! That's why I started us a Patreon! So we can keep the lights on in this place, you know? The lights are always on! Yeah, we can't turn them off. That's a bad example. But if you out there listening want to help support the show and keep us from resorting to cannibalism, which I think about quite often. What? I mean, it, it, it is so, wait, wait, so wait, wait, tempting is that, when you're just isolated. Is that what you like, sprayed me with nacho cheese last night and said, hey, you beefy cheddar boy, I want to uh, take I a bite of you? That was so bad, but I can't afford it, so please. Just eat the nacho cheese. You have it's nacho cheese. It's not real cheese. cheese. Uh, I don't want to say what bugs it's made out of, but please go to patreon.com slash bunker brothers and become a patron. So what, what do they get out of it? Oh, they'll get all sorts of stuff, like access to exclusive minisodes, they can hear their name read on the show, or even get a personalized phone call from us, the Bunker Brothers. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm aware of who we are, Brian. Okay, well, just join the community now out there, you listener, on patreon.com slash Bunker Brothers. I think there was something rotten in that sewer water. With your help, <laughs> suffering goblins like these can get the help that they need. I feel faint. Uh, what was, so the website was patreon.com slash Bunker Brothers. I'm going to go pass out, I think. Oof. That's patreon.com slash Bunker Brothers. In the bunker where we hide away from Norton's prying eyes. So let's get subterranean with our two favorite guys. In the bunker that our daddy built and left for you and me. With my brother by my side, we can solve this mystery. Won't you meet me down? Meet me down, meet me down in the bunker. Hello and welcome to Bunker Brothers, or a Bunker Brothers mini-sode, I should say. Uh, I'm your uh, host, Brian Gobbins, and with me as always is my half-brother, Jack. How you hey, doing, Brian? How's How you doing, pretty bud? good. No, com- no complaints. No, no complaints. complaints. Well, uh, we're going to watch another movie for you. If this is your first time joining us, this is a mini-sode where we watch something and discuss it because we're kind of, you know, um, we're sort of we're sort of the cinematic equivalent of pedophiles. We're cinephiles. What? It's a new Brian, term I'm coming up with. Cinephile. It's like a pedophile. I know you don't need to lead. You don't need to lead with that first thing you said. That that that's like that's not that's not a good way to just say cinephile. That's already a thing. Okay. Well, last week you said a lot of dirty things. I had to cut out of the pod. So okay. let's well, not no, let's not get. He not went into detail about no, this let's weird just watch, fetish. Let's he has watch for the Jennifer movie. Love Hewitt. That's okay. Well, that's you, yeah. Well, it was. It did get a little she weird. Was your childhood you cut crush. You said, I'd yeah. like to have a party of five in her mouth or something yep. like that. I mean, I did say that, but in retrospect, I realized okay. I was. So, yeah, let's let's go into the obsolete technology room, uh, the room full of junk and find the worst, shittiest movie we can find. Brian, here's the thing. Can we just not can we just watch something like new and, and fun and like not uh, worries of virtue? I don't know. It's, is that is that our brand, though? It's like we're that movie. <laughs> our brand is crisis. <laughs> oh, we should watch that. That's a real no, piece of shit. Not. I don't want to watch crisis. I'm saying can we just watch like a new movie that's not 
pre-2001 There's or whatever. There's no new movies. The industry is canceled by COVID, my friend. Okay, well, there Nothing's are new out. movies. That's not true. There are new movies. Uh, there's, okay. They release them, they release them on streaming now. And I okay. just got a free week of HBO Max when I bought oh. this phone. I Wait, got a free you've been holding out on me on HBO Max? What's the password? I just got it. I just got this phone, and I got uh, free HBO Max on the phone. So let's watch a movie on my phone on HBO Max. All right. That's well, new. Let's, uh, I mean, what one. is there to see? Um, they got looks, all the Harry Potters, right? And they got, Yeah, but that's not fun to do. I don't think we should no, do that. Um, no, not with all the trans stuff. It just brings me real down. They, and well, honestly, I, I do Fantastic Beasts, but I don't want to ever watch one of those movies again. No, the, I don't want to watch that. I'd rather watch Warriors of Virtue again than Fantastic Beasts. Wow. Well, I'm and sorry, they're really bad. Hated that. They're bad. They're really not good. That. Not they're a good not Okay, good. what were they tell you? Here we go. Here we go. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, uh, 1984. Oh, she is so pretty. That's I am so down I told to look you at her. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a comic to... book movie. People love comic yeah, movies. Yeah, I love How comic book it... movies. And I mean, you know, the proud history of, of DC? Christopher Nolan. And Batman. Like, All the Batmans Batman, were great. The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen much of their recent ones. Well, I'm sure they're but... good. I'm sure they're all great. It's DC. Uh, it's comic books. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to watch Wonder Woman. It's Wonder on Woman. My phone. No, it's. Yeah, we're going to watch it on in? your phone. It's a little. It's the, uh, yeah, we should plug the phone dying. and we're going to watch phone. it on the phone. I think as the filmmaker probably intended. Uh, yeah. So it's it's called WW84. That's what it says on the branding. Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, hear our review and watch it too, uh, I guess you go watch it now and uh, we'll be right back. Uh, all righty then. Okay, we well. are back. Um, all right. So, okay. so we watched we watched a movie, Wonder Woman, um, nineteen eighty four, WW eighty four, as it um, appears on the title screen of this movie. So, my phone is really hot. I think like how long yeah, was we that movie? Watch, <laughs> you shouldn't have watched a movie with high dynamic range. Although, it, did it really have? Did you get this? I couldn't tell if it was my my eyes or the screen but or just because it was so small but like it felt like it had like a film grain like to look like an 80s movie the whole time i think uh maybe i i I mean it's it it, like there was it didn't necessarily need to be in the 80s basically (laughs) oh it it definitely did it definitely (laughs) did it definitely did i think there was a small grain but that might have just been me slowly falling asleep during this. I, I I swear to God, it could, I could I could see the little grains of film rice just scattered across that thing the whole time. <laughs> film rice? I think that's the technical term. It's like apple boxes and stingers. You know, they're like, hey, hey, get another crate of film rice in here. Rub it on the film. They can't do it as much, so it's digital. So I think this must have been shot on real film, which makes no, you wonder. There's no way. Why even put it in, in ultra high definition if you're going to put it on these effects that make it look like I'm watching Gremlins or some shit? Anyway. Uh, I'd rather watch Gremlins. We should watch Gremlins. That movie's great. Uh, it's too scary. Too mm. scary. Yeah. Makes me well, depressed whenever... Phoebe Cates is, you know, talking about her dead dad in the 
friggin' trim chimneys. Spoilers <laughs> for fucking gremlins. You just ruined gremlins for everybody. I, no, gremlins ruined Christmas for everybody. That's uh, what happened. Okay. Look, can we get back to this? Uh, uh, okay, so let's talk is a this, little is bit. This, is, this the, is this the most mediocre movie of all time? This is the most mediocre movie we've watched. watched it's yeah. not, I, I don't, I think Hot Take Incoming, this isn't a bad movie. It's not that bad, but it's not. It's just good. very much like, it's like watching Spider-Man 2 with a modern lens, but not quite as cool as the coolest parts of Spider-Man 2. It's like. Well, Spider-Man is also just a better superhero, no offense to a Wonder Woman. I, see, I like I like Wonder Woman, and I like what they did with her in the first movie for the first part. If I'm being honest, though, I think that movie is a bad movie in some wow. ways because, but wow. it's also a better movie than this. So maybe they're both just kind of mediocre. But I like I like Diana. I like her powers. Yeah. I like the characterization. Yeah. I love how she fucking looks in this movie because okay. she is the most attractive woman ever uh in spite of her acting abilities. Hey, that's not that's not a fair thing to say. <laughs> Listen, she's, uh, I give, she's got uh, one emotion and it's she stern, acted Okay, but, this uh, is this is getting way ahead of myself, but uh-huh. there's a moment at the end where oh, she's crying she's crying and just Uh weeping and sad and i'm like wait you can act you waited this whole movie and you actually can this movie is two and a half hours long the trick is uh to put onions on your fingers and then rub your eyes (laughs) no she was really there i believed it i was like you're good in this scene why aren't you interested well i think it's i think it's with how she was laying she was probably uncomfortable that made her made her cry (laughs) like she was in a very uncomfortable position she was standing upright no, no at the I, I, end when she's on the ground uh, talking to oh, everybody. No, that's that. No, that was stupid. That was again back to Gal Gadot <laughs> normal vision. Um, okay, so there's, this movie's long. So, but it's also very flimsy. <laughs> yeah, it's like getting a. It's like someone took all the nostalgia and all the screwball goofiness of Stranger Things, starring Matthew Modine, and uh, (laughs) poured it into a blender, juiced Uh it, and then, like, took it over to uh, the bars in Norton and watered it down as much as possible. It was was unnecessary nostalgia, I feel like. It didn't need... It could have been in 2021. It didn't need to be in 1985 or 4. But it was similar to Stranger Things nostalgia because it wasn't nostalgia for the time period. or it was nostalgia for the sake of nostalgia. There was no reason for it. It was nostalgia for the movies that were made in the 80s, like Stranger Things, where it's like Stranger Things and like Super 8. These are like wannabe Spielberg movies. They're not trying to, they're nostalgia for old movies that you like, which is fine. I mean, the artist or whatever, although that's kind of corny in the same way. But I mean, it hangs together better as a movie anyway. Although I couldn't tell you anything that happened in the artist. That was like an Oscar winning (laughs) fucking movie. He can't, he's he's quiet, he's quiet, he's quiet. And then there's talkies. We were all about that. That then, was, that's uh, how that's how luxurious pre-COVID times were. Is that we would you be could, like, let's give the dog an Oscar as people die in the streets now. 
Anyway, the dog didn't get an Oscar. What are you talking about? He might as well have. I mean, it did all that great work in Frasier. Not the the same dog. There's one dog. dog. He's 300 years old, and he's done all of these things. There were like five Eddies, and and that was a calling. That was a different dog. Same dog. Same dog. Was Lassie the same dog? Uh, yeah, they even look the same. Same dog as Max in The Mask. Same uh-huh. dog as Cujo. Uh, Cujo in Cujo. It's, it's one just dog a, it's just a really good, well-acted dog. And you know, in some scenes, because of Greyhounds, uh-huh. you know, in the movie Shane, where he, like, rides off on a horse, like, that's a dog. <laughs> that's a big Shane? dog. Yeah, it's the same dog. It's that's a Greyhound. A tomato, tomato. I mean, I'm not going to argue film stuff with you. I'm just a little bit more well-read. In the opening scene of Wonder Woman 1984, was she riding a dog or a horse? Well, okay. Okay, let's get... Oh, my God. This is going to get a little bit complicated. So, you know Gina Davis, who I'd like to apologize to... You, you, uh, beautiful, okay. beautiful woman, talented actress, a league of their own, one of my favorite movies. I I was trying to be funny, and I was a little bit mean to her before, and I'm sorry about that. But it's already the out whole, there, man. The whole, I know, but I can still I can still become a better person eventually. Eventually, <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know why that's funny, but whatever. That's not the point. That's not the point. In Cutthroat Island, and this is something I only learned from doing this show with you, Jack. Uh-huh. So this yes. is important. Um, she in the first scene of Cutthroat Island, she's rushed, she's on the beach on a horse, and she uh-huh. like dives <clears throat> off the horse onto a guy. That horse is a greyhound dog. It is the same from the movie Shane, and it is the same dog that from this, baby from, Diana rides. Yes, and you can look this up. I by the time I'm you look gonna, it up, I will have my added phone's it dead to because we watched this movie. Right? But I'm gonna. I know. Look I'm, I'm sorry. I yanked the charger like that and kind of broke it midway through. But it's well. been five hours since we since that happened because this movie is very long. Um, okay. Listen. I'm not going to get into the details of animal actors because they do You're have not going to admit that a horse and a dog are the same thing. That's fine. I'm Can not saying on? every horse is a dog or vice versa. Some of them are deer or goats. But what's important to remember is that, if you, if, you know, a lot of actors are very versatile, whether they're animals or humans. So these, this, this one dog is the Daniel Day-Lewis of animal actors, and he's, he's in everything. Yes. Uh, I'm glad you agree. That's and if not, you look it up, it was a question. If you look it up, I will have changed all of his entries. His name is. Um, You're just making it up on the spot. No, his name is. Um, you're you're jo- clearly jo- trying to make up a name, Joseph. Joseph. And he's been in. Yeah, it's a formal name for a dog, but he comes from. It's actually Joseph the Twenty Fifth. So I, I guess just, it's I not feel the like, same dog. I feel like you're it, not it's... even married to this idea and you're trying to convince yourself <sighs> okay, fine. that, it, that fucking, it's real. I just wanted to sound smart about the movie, okay? I okay, just fine. wanted to... <laughs> well, you, you sound like a jackass. You sound like a jackass. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry about lying about the dog horse, which is partially true. Joseph does exist, but he was yeah, 23 and he, and separate And he's our president. Dogs. Oh, wow. Yep. Joseph R. Human. <laughs> 
So if you're wondering why we haven't been talking about the movie very much, it's that it's going to come down to a lot of plot because this movie is like Stranger Things, but like diluted Stranger Things, like we said. It's like we sort of got off topic immediately because this movie is just so boring. There's like it's. Uh, no. I, I didn't find it boring so it's, much yeah, it's as not even boring it's just like it's just I, long it's, it's almost like the perfect it feels like a tv show because you just feels like you're watching a bunch of like kind of the fact that the only thing that really ties everything in this movie together is wish-based magic like the power yeah. of wishes <laughs> so we should have called this the wish master <laughs> throw a coin to your wisher of valley yeah. of plenty i mean it's, it feels uh, like a netflix show it is. But I mean, also, that's kind of an insult to like good Netflix shows. It feels like a Netflix show that like you're scrolling and you're like, what the fuck is, is this? this? Why would anyone watch this? Watching Dark? How does this have three seasons? And you're like, and then it's like, well, somebody's watching it. I think that's what that's what it feels like to me. I, are they? Or are they just throwing shows into the void for three seasons because they've know. gone mad with power? Uh, uh, a little right. bit of both. So let's talk about this film. Uh, with an E on the end, asterisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's called Wonder Woman or something, and uh, basically <laughs> Wonder Woman or something. The movie. <laughs> I mean, the, I, third, the thing is, I could really movie. get into this, and maybe we should. Let's do it. Let's really get into this, okay? What? So here's in my what? take on Wonder Woman number one, the movie. I never. Okay? I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I actually have not seen a DC movie since Batman, so I didn't realize you actually had seen. You Wonder didn't Wonder see Woman. Wonder Woman one. No, I, why would I see oh, one? I like, I like, I like. Why did you want to see the second one? Oh my god! I don't know. It but was want to watch something new. Can, she's golden. She's golden can, on the preview. We, it looks cool. Was this movie just like? Oh my god! I have so many questions for you. Okay, okay. this is a golden opportunity. This is happening right now, live, guys. Oh okay. my god! I'm so excited. All right. Okay. Okay. So, oh fuck! This is so exciting for me. Is um, it? It is. Okay. So, based on Wonder Woman 2 and what you know from pop culture or previews or whatever, yeah. what would you say is the plot or story of Wonder Woman 1? Uh, well, it's in the modern times, right? It's in real, it's not in uh, the past, right? Or is it in the past? Uh, you're oh. off to a great start. Oh, wait. No, it is in the past because her dead, uh, her dead, uh, Boyfriend slash her Chris Pine came back, so he must have died in the first one. Okay, that's good. That's good. That We're on happened. the right track. Okay. Uh, but I don't know what year that was. I'm not sure. I was never really sure when he died. He didn't understand trains, or and he didn't <laughs> that's understand. True. He didn't understand a lot of weird things that you think a pilot would understand and not be that freaked out about. But uh, all right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Say it was just... in the '60s. <laughs> okay. Yes, he was a pilot in the '60s. Sure. Okay. Wait, is that real, um, or are you just being a jerk? Well, I'm just being a jerk. It was, okay, cool. uh, I think it was, it was an olden times war. It was either World War One or World War Two. I don't remember. Okay. Um, but yes, it was. He was a pilot in that time period. So, what do you think happens in in Wonder Woman One, based on um, what we see in the second she one? She probably uh, lassos some things. <laughs> I would say I don't remember that, but that's probably true. Um, and I would say she probably is like empowering and stuff. And then I don't know. She probably em- has to empowering? go into hiding. 
Empowering. She's empowering. She's a she's a woman superhero, so that's empowering. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant she was like doing that conjuring thing that makes planes invisible. Right? Well, I always that's, thought she had an invisible plane, but I guess she just learned that skill this time. So I guess she didn't know how to <laughs> that do that was in the first crazy. one. Crazy. She turns um, a plane invisible with her magic. It was insane. But then, um, based okay. on like the gladiator scene in the beginning of this. I, I guess maybe she was like out on her own for the first time and then that's how she became Wonder Woman and then she went into hiding as a scientist or something. I don't know. That's pretty much, I mean, that's the base. Okay, I don't know so, who the bad guy was. Who was the bad guy? Right, right. Okay. And that is the problem with Wonder Woman 1. Okay. So, all right. So Wonder Woman 1, just briefly, she's, uh, you know, like, she's an Amazon, right? She's like one yeah. of these ladies, badass fighting chicks from an all-female island called Themyscira. That's all DC lore. So she's from there. They're basically uh, steeped in Greek mythology. They get powers from the gods and stuff like that. So Diana is just one of these badass women, and... Uh, Chris Pine's pilot who's fighting in the war crash lands in Themyscira. Uh, He's the first man who's like been there in forever. She is worried. I think that Ares, the God of war is not Kratos. Like we all love, but uh, she thinks that Ares is somehow involved in the world war and is he's the one stoking world war. And so she goes with him to take him back to his civilization and then becomes a fish out of water who has to wear like frilly dresses in England and be like, I don't know. How does a woman fight in this? Uh, Oh, damn. I was going to save my amazing impression for later. This is this is my this is my Gal Gadot. Oh, I don't want to live here on the farm. I want to go back to New York City. I hate it here in Green Acres. I don't uh, want to talk to a pig. It, uh, I I don't think it's offensive, but it feels offensive. I don't know. There's something about it. (laughs) I mean, I guess. Whatever. Uh, Uh, That's not as bad. Look, what I was trying to say earlier is that I gave Gina Davis a really hard time, but comparatively, Gina Davis can act her ass off. And Gal Gadot only chose to act in one scene of this movie. Um, (laughs) And you don't notice that because she looks so... And I had this thing with the first movie, too. It's that the movie, the first movie, I think, is shot and has more interesting visuals than this one, which is so steep. I thought everybody loved the first one. I mean, it's it's it was so much better than most of the other DC movies of the time. Oh, okay. So that's all it was. Comparatively, it was like. Yeah, it was like it was like The Force Awakens. We yeah. had just gotten these three shitty prequels, and so it's like, well, even though this kind of is nonsense, I'm oh my god, I'm gonna get so much shit from Force Awakens people. You Wait, know what? Yeah, you like all, Force all, Awakens? All, all Star Wars movies are good. Okay, internet, all Wait, all of them. Do you actually all... like The Force Awakens? Is that I what like? Is that what you? No, comparatively, not, which which opinion? is worse to say online that I like Force Awakens and that I don't. I feel like no matter what I say, uh, just say like Star Trek, man. (laughs) That's more offensive to me. Star Wars is way better than Star Trek. Oh, Oh, no question. (laughs) No question. Star Wars is a million times better than Star Trek. There's no question. God. However, 
Star Trek did give us Chris Pine, who is a fantastic actor and Chris is Pine great is, in, uh, in this movie. The only delightful part of this movie. They try to do humor once. And it's based on Chris Pine not understanding uh, 1980s technology. And they're like, well, that was funny enough. Let's never have humor again, even though we have Kristen Wiig. Why should it be funny? Who cares? I know. Let's give Kristen Wiig a role where she can't be funny. Although, to be fair, she does a good job. She does a great job. Yeah, um, that's fine. And I but thought also, th- she's funny. Let her be funny. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like- yeah. I mean, okay, we can get into that. The My point is that uh, this whole movie... In in Wonder Woman Part One, the prequel to this, Wonder Woman 1984, she's the coolest scenes of that movie are some of the cool visual stuff she does at the beginning. The director does, and then Wonder Woman, this bright red and blue, beautiful half naked woman running through the battlefields of World War One or Two or whatever it is. Uh, so it's like this washed out sepia, and then this hero just rushing through, and it's just so mesmerizing and breathtaking. That's cool. uh, it, it looks looks really nice uh but like visually i think it's great and i think that's kind of why these movies kind of work (laughs) is that she's so aesthetically pleasing to look at she's like the female arnold schwarzenegger in my opinion where i'm like i know you can't act that well but you fill the you fill the role you're supposed to do so well that it's like okay whatever um but I do have a problem with Wonder Woman 2 in that she seems to be the least interesting character in her own movie. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Which uh, was also my beef with Captain Marvel and also kind of Black Panther, even though it's really gauche to say that because rest in peace Chadwick Boseman. But, uh, and I do love Black Panther as a movie, I really do. But I love almost every other character more than I love... T'Challa, just because he's not that the performance is bad. I think the performance is good, but I think it's that the character is written in such a box of like stern but level. I, I mean, I don't even know what to, how to describe him. Um, yeah. Tough, <laughs> tough and stern. Tough guy. I only relate. I only relate to uh, wisecracking superheroes. I guess <laughs> and Batman. Um, uh, Batman doesn't. He doesn't crack wise. He breaks bones and they crack. And yeah, that's wise of him. He doesn't kill though, but he does no, break bones. He, I mean, he definitely does. But he tells himself yeah. he doesn't. Oh, that guy's fine. He could. He could find that fall probably. He's probably fine. So. So you go on this whole journey in Wonder Woman 1, right? And she's, Uh like, fighting in all these battlefields. And And the bad guys are Nazis? Right, exactly. And it's, like, whoever they're fighting. And then, like, uh, (laughs) some history buffs are going to get real mad that this is the part I know the least about. But whatever. (laughs) We're going through our own moment in history right now. And uh, the end of the movie is that the guy who played... Uh, Lupin in Harry Potter plays like a lovable British diplomat at the beginning of the movie. He uh-huh. randomly appears on this airfield and he's like, oh, by the way, love, I've been secretly Aries this whole time. Oh, and yeah. then, and so he just appears and he is the bad guy, but it oh, makes okay. no sense. And yeah. it's just so they can have a big fight at the end, which like the movie desperately needs, but it's written and shoehorned in in such a stupid way that it was just like, okay, whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I, do, I don't know why that that bad handling of the villain paved the way for 
this double villain Superman, Batman and Robin, whatever the fuck is going on. It reminded me more of the pre-Nolan DC movies where it's like Superman 3 with like Richard Pryor and like Yeah, it was a silly plot. He's this just you're just he's just a wishmaster. It's like yeah. the villain like is he's the genie. <laughs> Even the way he gets his power, I mean, like, this is a movie, this is the same, I mean, I guess because of Shazam, there is magic and Themyscira and Greek gods and stuff. It's just bizarre. So let's, let's, let's just walk through the plot, I guess, as best we can after all yeah, this insane amount of- Yeah, we should probably get to the plot after all this meandering. But hey, hey, this is free. This is free content. You're getting extra content. So whatever. So is Wonder Woman. We can watch that for <laughs> two hours. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We watched not a free trial. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, we got your money. Where's your points uh, on the back end now? I didn't um, pay AMC money. Ha ha. Uh, okay. So the movie starts on Themyscira for some reason. And we're in this, you know, goddess uh, island of women. Diana's a little kid. She's yep. in a race to become something. I don't know. Exciting don't race where they leave the stadium and you don't see half of it. <laughs> yeah, no one can see anything. And then they shoot up flags to let you know something oh, happened. Oh, the flag nearby. dropped a little lower. You know, the point of having an arena is to put the combat in there in or the whatever. Arena. And I also don't get what they're doing. They're riding horses and shooting arrows at these rings. And there are yeah. prongs on the rings. And then when they shoot the specific prong a color goes up it's very it's very unclear what the rules of this game is terrible game stupid it feels like a video game mini game but you don't get to play and it's not fun to watch this whole opening for some reason they love it i don't know (laughs) Because I can't see it. That's why they love it. Oh, I bet something even more amazing is happening in my I think it's just nice to get out on Femispira, probably, and just enjoy it. <laughs> you're, you're, you know. you're on the island. You're always out, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't um, know. I'm just trying to defend this terrible game they played. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't get this opening sequence and I don't love it. And it, it sets up what becomes the sort of the message of the movie, but the truth is all there is. Yes. And I saw some people online saying that the lessons of this sequence is that Diana tries to cheat in the race and cheating is wrong, but that's, that's, that's you misunderstanding the movie. The movie clearly sets out because it has one of the leaders of Themyscira be like, you know, it's not true what you did, and you must have truth because you know lasso of yeah, truth. She says truth, truth like true, ninety true. times. Right? Yeah. It's like it's about the fact that the truth is more important than lies. Maybe this is a message for the Trump era. I don't know. There were so many more direct ways to get it I think it's a message for it uh, Wishmaster. It's uh, you gotta you know you gotta be truthful. That's. What I think it would have made more sense if if he was a villain whose lies became true. But his lies than, did become true. What are you talking about? But they weren't lies. They were wishes. Yeah, wishes the wishes lies. are lies. The wishes become the lies. <laughs> you just fucking with me. I can no, feel I'm not. your fucking. The wishes become the lie. Well, how does a wish become a lie? If you make I don't a wish know. a reality, when it goes into space, it gets all weird and weird and combobulated, and it comes back down as a lie. Oh my god! Are you talking about the satellite technology? And yeah, I was talking about, the, I'm talking about. It goes into the satellite, and it's like, oh, I wish for a million dollars. Well, you never had a million dollars. I guess it makes you a liar. But here it is anyway, you liar. Uh, wishes and That's lies are not the same thing. If you well, wish for something and it comes true, that is the truth. Okay. No, but not. And but if you wish, but he's. But if you wish it from a bad guy who's an evil genie, 
and it shouldn't have come true. Do you that actually it's a lie. understand this, or I are you just this. fucking with me? I'm not no, fucking with you. I believe no. that's what happened. I I mean I understand that through like some transitive bad guy property yeah. you know anything good could become anything bad well because like that one <laughs> like, guy he's like he wanted his land back but there's no reason there's no way to actually for that to happen unless it's like the monkey's it's a paw. lie it's like the monkey's paw <laughs> it's like the monkey's paw oh i miss my monkey's paw in new york city i hate it here in green acres that's, that's her whole deal man she is uh, stern and emotionless and, uh, you know. Gorgeous. Yeah. And gorgeous. gorgeous. So you don't she's fucking mind. Mind. So I don't she's, mind. She is like the... <laughs> she is the, like, the uh, platonic ideal of what a L.A. hot woman is supposed to look like. I just feel like, like she's not even amused by Chris Pine's antics, though. Like, the one time Chris <laughs> Pine does antics, yeah, she's like... Have, the like, vibe the, is that... Like she, okay. First of all, I liked all the romance stuff because I like him, and I think all those scenes work because he's in them. But yeah. like, I I get why she likes him, and I get why I get why they like each other and what they both bring to the table. But <laughs> it's it's like a, I mean, they seem to have some sort of physical chemistry too. But like, I don't know. I I get it. I get their romance. But you're right. It's like. <laughs> What are their conversations about? In their, <laughs> I don't think they have conversations. Their entire relationship, if they ever had a dull moment yeah. where they aren't uncovering some ancient mystery, yeah, they're it's based be so on adventure. Yeah. It's like, you want to watch Back to the Future? It's really funny. I don't own no, a TV, I and don't I don't think it. this is real. <laughs> that was a weird moment she, where she's like, I'm Wonder Woman. I don't own a TV. I'm like, well, we're watching this on a phone, so checkmate. Uh, suck it, Wonder Woman, stupid jerk. Uh, it just seems yeah, they, weird. They couldn't, like, uh, they couldn't Netflix and chill together because they could never agree on what to watch. <laughs> Can't we just read a book? It's, no, I want to watch Netflix. I'm, you know, this... <laughs> So we do this whole horse race opening sequence in the past on the island. Then we cut to the 80s. Uh uh, In a mall. That's how you know it's the 80s. In a mall. Yes, exactly. A mall still exists, so it must be the 80s. Well, it's the Um, 80s. It's suddenly the 80s without explanation. We just uh-huh. went from this ancient Greek island. So if this, I mean, did that confuse you at all? Or did you were just like, I didn't, okay, I she's didn't just care. I was like, oh, she's a little kid. <laughs> Now it's the eighties. Grew up, it's the eighties. Ancient Great. Greek, nineteen eighties, both ancient eras. Great. Um, all right, so she gets into this fight with these guys who are robbing a jewelry shop, and the yep. jewelry shop is a black market front for stealing stolen antiquities. Oh, and is so, that what it was? Okay, yes. I didn't realize there was plot there. I thought it was just another. I thought because I thought it was like, oh, the director was like, oh, you know what's better than one opening? Two openings. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yes. Second movie, two Second. openings. There it you kind go. of reminded me of the sequence in Secret of the Ooze where they use like sausages to beat up the guys at the very yeah. beginning. It's very pretty over cool. the top and corny. Yeah. Um, it's pretty ridiculous. So she gets into this big mall fight sequence and it's very corny and cheesy. And that's like sort of the vibe of the movie is just like these big, silly, like, there's always, we're always panning to someone having a ridiculous reaction or something. Like, yeah. 
it's 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 very much <laughs> but it's not an but, 80s the, the, movie. but don't get it twisted it's not funny there's no funny there's like there's one funny <laughs> no, moment in the movie no jokes in this movie yeah, yeah. um i mean well, there i guess there are like low swings but it doesn't seem concerned with making yeah. you laugh it's not like it's not like marvel <laughs> movies where it's like oh let's have a little fun here because you know we're f- fairly self-aware this is like well let's just you know we're still dc so we're gonna be serious fuck you it's yeah. the 80s though <laughs> I mean, Shazam was much funnier than Shazam this. Shazam was hilarious. I Shazam was. Uh, yeah. I I have problems with the Shazam ending too because that's like insanely cheesy. But I thought the most of that movie is pretty yeah. funny. The tone of the, they um, they nailed the tone of that movie where like yeah, yeah I don't. Uh, and and just had good actors and good lines. It was a fun the, movie, and you you know you enjoyed watching it. Whereas this was like a movie, and it was like oh that was kind of cool. Sometimes. And you spend a lot of time in this movie being like, huh, okay, all right, so all that's right. what we're doing now. That's, what, that's it, what's happening? So and, and he's yeah, it's the like, wait, is that what's happening? So he's the Wishmaster? He's so, wish <laughs> so he's the guy. Uh, so the villain of this movie is played by Pedro Pascal, who is the Mandalorian. Or and, is he? And <laughs> he plays Max Lord, who's like this evil oil tycoon. He's a like 1980s, Mr. Showman. slick 1980s guy. <laughs> right. He's, he's like the 1980s Lex Luthery Superman yeah. thing. It's like evil 80s businessman. Uh, I'm an 80s guy. And yep. uh, <laughs> so he's the one who hired the bank robbers, or not bank robbers, jewelry store robbers, to get The Rock, because he's trying to get The Rock. I didn't realize that was even all connected. I thought it was yeah, just it The was. Rock appeared randomly. So I didn't realize it's the not important was connected. that it's connected, because like either way, the same shit happens. Uh, it doesn't make it any more insightful or layered, really, but it yeah. is sort of, it is connected. So the rock that he really wants is sent to the museum where Wonder Woman works as Diana Prince, and so she's like, I guess it's like, Sort of like Ghostbusters, it's like ladies in science, but they don't get no respect except for Gal Gadot <laughs> because she's hot, so everyone just respects her. And she's also she's good at her job. She's good. She's at her using job. her ancient knowledge to outsmart all these dumb normies. That's well, she's, cheating. She, she's just good at her job, dude. Leave her alone. She's good at her job. I'm gonna be an ancient Greek major because I already know it. She doesn't sound like that. God, it would be so much better if she did. <laughs> yeah, really if she had any bizarre personality trait besides being like slightly miffed that she just got shot. Ugh. She oh, just sounds no. like a valley girl in the eighties for some reason. I watched that. Imagine Kristen Wiig playing Wonder Woman as a valley girl. Now that's oh, a movie man. I want to watch. That would make a billion dollars. Uh, <laughs> it would make no money. It would no. bomb, and then we would shit on it. We would yep. watch it, we would and watch then we're like, "But we liked it better." Whatever, don't listen to us. We even page on things. <laughs> so, anyway, Kristen Wiig is like this nerdy girl who, uh, she's a nerdy scientist, to be honest. She's a nerdy woman, a Wonder Woman in her she's own right. She's a nerd, and she's never going to get the guy because she wears glasses. Right. And, she's, you know, she's, be... she's frumpy. It's never going to happen. <laughs> she needs a makeover. She, she needs, needs a makeover. She needs to be she's all thatted ASAP. Yeah. But that's basically what the movie does for her. Or it's the same thing that happens in Batman and Robin with 
Poison Ivy, too. She basically uh, <laughs> she, she makes wishes a wish on, on the, the rock? Wish stone. There's, yeah. this, there's a magic rock that the uh-huh. bad guy wants that grants wishes, and that's yeah. the power of this movie. And yeah. so uh, after seeing uh, Diana Prince, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, you know, get everything she wants, or she doesn't really get everything she wants. She just has no. the perception that... She's just a she, confident lady in the 80s. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, you look hot and everyone likes you. I want to yeah. be like that. So she yeah. wishes to be like Diana. But little does she, she know. she gets her wish. Yeah, that yeah. She, little does she know that, one, all the wishes have, like, a dirty consequence, and two... Uh, Wonder Woman has all these powers so yeah. when she says she wants to be like her she becomes a super strong uh-huh. lady <laughs> and how do you figure that out with uh, lifting weights that are too heavy for you Listen, Preps, I'm gonna be I'm a really... sucker for that anytime that happens in a movie <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for specifically that spandex neon 80s workout okay. gear yeah. And that's like one of my things okay. uh, along with the busty dames. And so yeah, it right. just sort of like I was like, I've never thought of Kristen Wiig as a sexual <laughs> fan. But watching before. her lift, watching all her that lift weight weights, it's really, really just the, her in the neon bodysuit. I'm like, am I into Kristen Wiig oh, now? Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, right. I mean that's so that's half that's mostly the real is the thing. The deeply feminist filmmakers of this movie wanted this exact reaction from I mean, it's their just audience. what you wore in the eighties. I mean everybody knows it's that. It's just what everyone wore. Um anyway, so uh basically there's wish magic and eventually Max Lord gets a hold of the wishing stone and he wishes to become the wishing stone, which is Something? not what I thought he was going to wish for. Yeah. But he, he, I thought he would become like Rocky or something. Not, no. not the boxer, but he's he like, just I want to be the you, stone. The stone. Uh, that's how he sounds. And, and for some uh, reason, he doesn't turn to stone. It actually no, works. Right. Yeah, it works. So he becomes the stone and can grant people's wishes if they're touching him. And yeah. so then, which sets up a really convoluted thing later with the, the satellites where they're beaming, bouncing particles. So, so you're he's saying like, the I can actually touch a bunch of people at the same time, people? which is what they say in this crazy movie. Yep. Oh, Weird. also, Diana gets her wish, which is that at the end of the last movie, Chris Pine died heroically saving some such. I forget why, but he was flying. He loves planes. Hero. I don't know if you picked that up, but his character likes He's planes. 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 He's a, whenever I see a plane, I think of you and New York City, Green Acres. Yep. Um, yeah. And so she wishes that he would come back, but it's a very Spider-Man 2 thing. She starts to lose her powers, but she doesn't seem to lose them immediately. No, and it seems, seems like fine. she's still super fucking powerful. She just gets um, shot, but like she still doesn't die from getting shot. <laughs> she so she's still shot. pretty powerful. She doesn't. She doesn't do the seventeenth crazy amazing thing when she yeah. would normally do that. And he's like, yeah. "What's happening to you? <laughs> Seem a little oh, weaker really? than I remember." You just destroyed an entire military convoy, but like saying "ow" at the end—that's when you're like, "Whoa!" I was into strong women. Later, Let's see ya. Um, I'm gonna go okay. marry Kristen Wick. One thing, <laughs> maybe I should. I mean, the spandex, um, and he does love fanny packs. They would be an item. There's a whole thing about they, no they actually what he's would be a better couple. 
might be a fun They would movie have a lot too. of fun. They would have a lot yeah. of fun together. There's a sequence, an 80s dress-up sequence, where it's just Chris Pine wearing funny outfits, and it's yeah. really the most joyful scene of the movie. And I'm and pretty <laughs> sure that Chris Pine, like, they probably just thought that on the spot. They're like, oh, there's no jokes in this movie. Should we throw one in real quick? Chris Pine's being funny. And they just yeah, turn the exactly. camera on. exactly. And I love how he plays this movie because there's so much silly stuff going on. And I, I actually really like the acting in this movie for the most part because um, he plays it like just a little bit heightened. Yeah. But he's always his his main goal is to make sure she's happy. She's the star. Yeah. He's just doing whatever supports her. He's the straight man to whatever. And like. That he really, really works, and he's really great in that. He's great in Spider-Verse. I think he's better in this, maybe, even than he is in Star Trek, because when he's Kirk, he's always just a little bit hamming it up to be Shatnery, and yeah. I just, I really like the way he played this, but um, anyway, there's also another thing I really liked in the opening scene in the mall. She, she's saving, she, she saves kids a lot in this movie, or a couple times, anyway, and she picks up a kid and then swings on the lasso and then drops the kid on a bouncy ride, and they bounce back and forth when they land and i'm like yeah, that that's fun. that's that's a good visual thing it's again not funny it could have been funny somehow but yeah. you know whatever um also the other thing is that her in her outfit and i know wonder woman is like traditionally wears this sort of skimpy outfit um and it's like we're in a place where sexuality is like you know being reclaimed and just because she's dressing sexy doesn't mean she wants you to have sex with her it's her reclaiming it and being powerful or whatever and but still the the, the her suit is like fucking painted on her body <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like one it's like a cosplay outfit that someone would paint to see on only fans i know but it's just it's really funny to me that it's like uh it's like i know we shouldn't sexualize her but she is actively wearing yeah, she's I, actually, I was too distracted by how powerful she was <laughs> oh i'm sure carol will love to hear that i'm just that saying you, i wasn't i didn't notice her outfit because i was too distracted by, carol, by how carol would want to bang her more than you do you were so full of shit i'm um, not full of shit i'm just saying I mean, if we called nat the babysitter right now she would agree right, with me well, that's that not, she is painted all, it's hard because i understand I, that but it's you, you have to you understand that she's She's a superhero, and they're all like they all wear outfits like right. that. And I'm fine with them being super heroic, uh, sexualized. You know, give them the big bat nipples and cod piece yeah, or whatever. Nipples. But but there's the other aspect of it, which is that she is apparently also undercover as Diana Prince. And I know oh, this yeah. is the <laughs> Superman not, thing. That's not a thing. I think that's why she kills all the cameras at the beginning because it's like. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not wearing a mask or anything, so I gotta. She's like, not even wearing the glasses like no, Clark Kent. She's not, she's not hiding or anything. Or like changing her posture. Yeah. She looks exactly the same either way. It's just she has a tiara, and it's like if you were trying to do this in a way where you weren't trying to blow up your undercover activities or not undercover yeah. activities, but your like alter ego as your Bruce Wayne personality, like. <laughs> That's why, why she destroys all the cameras. The most That's... noticeable fucking thing. If uh -huh. if she wasn't Wonder Woman and just walked in wearing that, everyone would still look at her. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, she's not hiding very well. That's a good point. She's not hiding. But I mean, yeah. if she was wearing like. <laughs> 
<laughs> what she should have done is where oh it doesn't matter but like it's just one of those things where the like that doesn't is, quite track you don't Ugh. think she can be a superhero because she's a woman that's, that's what you're saying <laughs> that's not what i'm saying that's, that's basically what, I'm saying what you're about saying about captain marvel but oh, not wonder woman <laughs> there it is okay no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding my captain marvel take is much more complicated than that oh, um, boy. anyway oh, boy anyway save it for another three-hour podcast um <laughs> this this podcast so, is as yeah, long as Wonder it's Woman. It's not good. It's not good. We're in fifth. We're fifteen minutes into this fucking movie, and it's three hours long. So right. should we uh, cut ahead? Should we cut ahead? Also, the other thing about the mall scene, I'm still on that. Oh is that that's the beginning of the movie. She is she is okay? Spider-Man is a street-level hero, right? Like uh-huh. he fights. He fights in his own neighborhood, right? Like yes. Daredevil fights in Hell's Kitchen. These are guys with, and I mean, Spider-Man is super powerful. So maybe this is a bad example, but well, he's <laughs> also a man, Woman, which you love. Wonder Woman is a fucking goddess. Yeah, she has like the powers. She has magic powers, like Superman, right? And, I think so. Like it's it's just so fucking weird to see her taking down petty thugs. Like but I don't I th- know why. Yeah, that would that, like, that's true. That's it's like why waste your time with petty thugs when uh, you know. <laughs> like but Batman I mean, did the same thing. He just like he he just but he doesn't have powers. Group. Yeah, that's true. He's she a vigilante essentially. Yeah, I mean, like, Batman, and also Batman in the Justice League, they have to make him the super smart detective who outsmarts everything, because he really has no fucking business being there, if we're being practical. He's rich, he bought his way in, he's like a trust fund kid. (laughs) Uh, I bought the satellite, so this is where we all live now. Fine. (laughs) But, like, it's like, like, how many of them are aliens with powers? Like, Green Mm -hmm. Lantern is ostensibly so much more powerful than fucking Batman. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Wonder Woman... Like, I was shocked that there's this hint of all these ancient Greek gods. And in, like, in Shazam, we see this, like, underworld demon dude who could summon demons, and it was so cool. And, like, Diana only fights people in this. Well... You know, except I mean, like I guess Cheetah, Kristen Wiig. I mean, I don't. It's uh, Kristen Wiig at some point becomes a giant Taylor Swift in Cats. It's and terrifying and it's terrible. <laughs> and it's, you think they would have learned their lesson the first time making a CGI cat? That I don't nobody know what's likes going it. On. All right, uh, so I this did is like when, way off track. This, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I did like when Kristen Wiig uh, murdered that guy. That was cool. Yeah. Okay. That was in terms of like feminist empowerment fantasy moments. I thought that was extremely well done. I loved it. Um, She kicked his teeth out. I was like, Jesus. So she gets harassed earlier in the movie by some drunken lech and Diana saves her. And so then later in the movie, when she realizes that she has super strength, uh, she sees the same guy again Uh and he's like still giving her shit and she just feels empowered to stand up to her or stand up to him (laughs) and (laughs) beating him to death. Right. But he... At first, she just like shoves him up, but then she just like he's down and out, and she's just like picking him up and bashing him against the pavement. She's really going for it. I mean, I liked it a lot. I appreciate it. And this is how we know. 
uh, that she's turned evil as well is because there was a homeless guy who she was nice to and brought food for uh, yeah. previously. And then when she sees him again and he's like, what are you doing to that guy? She's like, mind your business. And it's yeah. like, oh, so this is when we start to learn that the wishes have dark consequences. Yeah. She's given up her humanity and her soul for these powers. Okay, great. Yeah. Also, Whatever. she kills a homeless guy, I bet, probably later. <laughs> and she just eats his bones. She eats his fucking she's a cat. bones. She's a sexy cat. She eats uh, his fucking <laughs> eyeballs. It's disgusting. It lasts 30 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy why they just yeah. held on a shot of Kristen Wiig eating what is clearly just a deer just carcass. Just go for it. But, but she kills a human it. She's body the, around. It's the best scene um, of the movie. She's a trooper. She'll do it. That's the thing. Um, yep. She's like Ginger LaCroix. You need something, she'll do it. She'll she's do there. It. No questions. She'll do, it. she'll do a little bit more than what you asked You'll for. You'll be like, it's yeah. too much, but she'll do it's it. It's too much. It's a little much. Um, but... Yeah, so that's all the crazy stuff in this movie. I mean, like that—that that gets it going. I—I I don't. But I mean, we, we we talked about the movie. We never like we never got to the plot because it's so stupid and boring. That's the plot, right? He starts the bad it's the guy wish starts, master. He, the wishes because he, there's too many wishes. There's too there's many too wishes. Many wishes. He, and because everybody wishes for something. Okay, so he becomes the wish master. So when he begins manipulating people into making wishes that will benefit him, yeah. and Every time they wish for something, he takes something from him, them, that he wants. So eventually yeah. he just keeps accruing power, power, power. But it's taking a toll on his health. But then he for can some also reason, make we wishes. Don't know why. Yeah. That's like the thing that's his, that he's losing, I guess. And like, Also, his, a, his adopted son that he's ignoring. <laughs> his fucking son. That's the best plot line in this movie. Yeah. Is that he's just like, oh, fuck. It's my weekend with him again. And then you see God, the kid's shadow. My shitty he's listening kid. Oh, there he is. I love oh, you so much, fuck. son. Oh, fuck. I love that. I thought that was great. I can relate um, to that very much. I'm sure you and can. And I thought Pedro uh, Pascal was good in this movie yeah, for being, ha- for having to be this like ridiculous over-the-top role. Yeah. I was like, okay, great. It seems like he's having fun. And if you have to be stern and talk and say this is the way for your regular job. Yeah. <laughs> it's good like, to like, let loose a little bit. I don't um, think I think everybody had fun in this movie. I just don't think it should have been two and a half hours long. I think it was like a 90 minute movie. I can't it, tell if Gal Gadot has ever had fun. She, <laughs> well, that does fair. not seem like it. <laughs> that's um, fair. So, okay, this is a problem. So when they go, she's like, oh, I'm. Uh, you love outer space, right? Or he doesn't know what outer space is because he's a stupid fucking old person. Yeah. But he, she, she's like, here, I'll take you to the Air and Space Museum. And she gets all these like special privileges just because uh, she works for the Smithsonian. Yeah. And <laughs> But it's funny because she does have an attitude where she's like, I'm confident. I'm just going to walk in this top secret wherever. And they kind of do. But but I was like, like, okay, this is such a stupid missed opportunity is is that like she brings him into the Smithsonian and shows him the lander or the rocket or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Not the lander, but the rocket. And I'm just like, why didn't you show him the fucking moon landing? Uh, (laughs) It goes to the moon. Yeah. You can see it. <laughs> they also, I mean, they also don't know that it's the Fourth of July, which is funny. It's like they're flying when they steal the jet, and she turns invisible. <laughs> Fireworks start going off. Oh, right, it's the Fourth of July. Right, right. I forgot okay. that whole thing. So they steal. Terrible. Okay. That's a that's a worst scene in the movie because it's like they're just flyly, they're just slowly flying through fireworks. <laughs> they know which they are isn't a thing because they're in a jet. Through fireworks, like you said, they're, they're in a jet. I mean, <laughs> 
They steal a jet, and he's like, okay, it should be exactly the same as, a, as an old one, right? And so he yeah. immediately knows how to fly this super high-powered jet. He used to fly, like, a biplane or something. I don't know. But, like, he gets this jet. They're flying away, and then <laughs> it's a terrible plan. They're, like, immediately, like, wait, people immediately recognize that we stole this plane. They're going to yeah. shoot at us. Yeah. Um, and so... She's like, oh, my dad made a thing where, and I was like, your dad? Because he hid the island? I didn't understand that. Anyway, yeah. she says, my dad had this power to make things invisible. I want to try it. I've been working on it. <laughs> That's why he was never around, cup. you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. He said he went out for a pack of cigarettes. Um, and so she turns the plane invisible, and they get away, and then... Then he gives her a little flying lesson. He's like, you just catch the breeze and ride yeah, it, baby. You know it's like fly. making love. And so then later she learns how to fly based right. on that. Based um, on planes. But before that, they fly the, <laughs> they fly the invisible jet um, through fireworks that are right. actively going off they're within going, inches they're going of them. 30 miles an hour in a jet. You could have seen those fireworks. from a mile away in the air, man. You didn't have to fly directly. Well, what kind of shitty pilot? They're in a jet. There's no way you can slowly meander through <laughs> fireworks. I know. That was driving me crazy. I'm like, okay, I know that it looks like the ground is moving slow when you're in a plane, but at the same time, yeah, you're in a fucking fighter jet, man. <laughs> you're already in Egypt at this point. Like, oh it's, you're going God. 500 miles an hour. And also, it, it, this is the weird implication that the invisibility was somehow protected them from the fireworks I like it was all like, so like stupid I, yeah I, I have no idea uh so anyway um i would have loved it if he when he did a barrel roll though he, she they both puked horribly he's like oh terrible idea yeah. like that's what this movie is missing um, jokes so basically uh they the movie has been up to this point. This is like the midpoint of the movie. It's been all '80s nostalgia. Like I don't know what you. It's like a Lisa Frank empowerment fantasy, basically. Uh -huh. yeah, it's, this fair. is like this movie. Well, it's '90s, than, but yeah, less than right. But it feels like that. It feels like this movie will make the most sense to you if you are a six to twelve year old girl, and like beyond that, <laughs> you'd probably be pulling at the thread the most because like there are moments of empowerment like the Kristen Wiig moment where she like destroys the cat collar and it's like good yeah well, it's just, that feels it's also very just cool because she it was like it was actually a cool scene because like she beats this guy to death pretty cool that's what superheroes <laughs> just, that's what bad guys are supposed to do because that's what heroes do that's quote what heroes Jack do. um <laughs> So, of course, we've got this. It's, for the most part, it's this light-hearted, bizarre, corny, cheesy-ass 80s movie. So, of course, the next scene takes place in the middle of a holy war in the yep. fucking Middle East. Jesus Christ. That escalated that, quickly, huh? The sharp turn to the Middle Eastern conflict yeah. uh, in Desert Storm and shit. And, like, the craziest thing to me is that Gal Gadot was in the Israeli military. Yeah, so like but they also like do Cold War stuff too, which is strange. Like they also really? like well, they're oh, like the also Russian like shit. the Russian things. Yeah, right, right. Well, it's all connected, and of course, yeah. it all is. But like at the same time, <laughs> what okay. if I just became a QAnon truther right there? It's all and just like These fucking things that Vinny has been sending me—they're starting the wishes, to make a lot of sense. The wishes are like five G you know? signals. Sorry, Vinny. Sorry, Vinny. Uh, he's not listening. But, uh, he's not listening. I mean, he's probably bathing his mother with a sponge right now. <laughs> piece uh, of shit. Piece of shit. Uh, he's not. I'm, I, if you are listening, I still love you, Vinny. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're a um, creep. 
anyway, so they go to the Middle East, and she beats up a bunch of convoy uh, military vehicles, ATVs, and tanks and shit. Pretty cool. Um, That's a cool scene. She lasts a missile. That's cool. (laughs) That was great. Okay, wait. I forgot that. Okay, wait. So the best scene in the movie to me, or the best shot, not scene, is... When he's driving the car behind them, they buy this car from a guy, and they he drives the car into the back of a military vehicle, crashes yeah. it, and then climbs over the broken glass of the windshield through the windshield, and is yeah. shot in a really cool way. And I was like, that's a great stunt. That's a great shot. Good work. I, and then, like, moments like that really frustrated me because the director, Patty Jenkins, is a good director. Like... Yeah. This she visually is one of the best modern directors I think there is, but like the storytelling is just not there. No. And it's like you'll get these little glimmers of what could be, but like all the core components is just gobbledygook or what makes sense of it is like it it doesn't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. You just world, you kid. don't care, I think is the issue. You don't you, there's there's I never cared what they were doing. I was like like, like how much like, it just felt like Saturday morning in the worst sense. It's yeah. like, oh, the wish was actually a bad wish. Right. You have yeah. to give up your wish. And it's just like, yeah, I fucking know. Because, again, I'm not 6 to 12. Right. Like, and it's like, but this is a PG-13 movie. It should work on both levels, right? Right. Like, Chris that's what going kicked the guy's teeth out and, uh, you know, and then she became okay, a cat. Can- Compare this to that Pixar movie, Soul, which is, like, ostensibly for babies. <laughs> uh, Soul but like, is better? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Yeah, Soul is better. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's a movie. And, like, the themes in that movie are so much more complex than the cookie-cutter themes in this movie. And I think the themes in Batman the Animated Series were still more complex than yeah, the themes in this movie. Yeah, but you still had your movie. stinkers in Batman the Animated Series. Like, this feels oh, like yeah. a worst, the episode, like, a bad episode of that. It's like... There's a Batman plot, in my it, basement. Like, yeah, yeah, there's tons of shitty ones. Yeah, there's stupid plot there's, lines. But there's also, random. I mean, that show is is groundbreaking, and I will always, always stand it because it oh, sure, it paves sure. the way for so much good stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's not perfect. I'm just saying there's a way in kids' entertainment to make movies that I mean, that's what Pixar usually does, and its sweet spot is make something that works on both levels. Yeah, but this movie. It probably works when you're a kid, but I feel like it's like Secret of the Ooze, where as a kid you'd be like, yeah, and then yeah. as an adult you're like, what? I mean, it's um, not as bad as Warriors of Virtue, where like they insult the children, but this is like, it is, it is, it is dumbed down. It is dumbed down a lot. Warriors of Virtue, yeah. this was such a fucking blessing. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh, it's a, it's a movie. It hangs together. Yeah. It doesn't always look perfect but it's at least expensive and modern like i can't believe <laughs> at least i'm watching a movie at least i'm watching trash. a non-movie yeah all right i mean i really do want to go back to laser discs after this because there's something special about them i mean you well, flip the laser disc. because so because fun. because this movie didn't actively hurt your soul that uh you, that's why it's that's why it's a good movie yeah i miss the pain a little bit i miss <laughs> i miss the pain um, I mean, all right. What else is in this movie? I mean, are we? I feel like we, I, we covered everything. Did we? Did we cover uh, anything? <laughs> we covered everything. I think. And like, <laughs> there's that scene where she's walking. Okay, so they're in the car, and she's wearing her regular clothes, and yeah. then the fight sequence starts, and she's in her Wonder Woman outfit. I don't know how that and, yeah, and she gets shot midway through that that fight, and that's oh. when he's like, "What? How did you lose all your powers?" It's like oh, she's just doing a ton of crazy shit. My skin. Okay, okay, okay. So the rocket thing—that's what—that's what we were on. So yeah, 
He gives her this look. And okay, so he comes back from the dead. Her wish is yeah. to bring this guy back from the dead. He's the fish out of water, being like, "Whoa, it's the '80s. It's the future, and it's real fun or whatever." There's a whole thing where he's in someone else's body that really doesn't need to be there in the movie. Right? That doesn't like make it sense doesn't. It doesn't add anything, and it doesn't make any sense. And she just she has sex with him at some point. It's like you're fucking this other unconscious guy. This guy was gay. You're this is against his wishes. <laughs> like, well, this he should have wished. He should have wished harder than Gail Gadot wished. <laughs> and he did and we missed okay the only time I thought something was funny is like there's a whole run of gags that should be really funny but there's only one moment the guy coming out of an apartment building is like oh I said I wished for a farm I didn't mean right here yeah, and there's like man. cats everywhere that was stupid that was <laughs> I, was like, stupid. I was like oh this is great this is great this is my kind of movie uh, it's, it's, it's on my level I like it um, and so Okay, okay, can I be real? So there's the part where he, the bad guy, okay, the bad guy is is like getting wish crazy and he's getting sicker and sicker. Too many wishes! And he needs to steal everybody's wishes at once to like balance out. I don't know. Nothing, it's and the only, he's, way, he's just can, it's the only way he can come is he has to get his wishes. <laughs> That's yeah, the bad word. thing. That's C the word. monkey paws thing is he can't come unless yeah. he gets wishes. Yeah, well, if the fingers are all clenched on the paw, how are you going to jack <laughs> off? <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. So... Uh, he goes into the president's office, and the president is some weird pseudo Ronald Reagan, but not really Ronald Reagan. And, and like he's so corny to look at as a person that he just takes me right. I'm like, is this like uh, Naked Gun or some shit? Like, what am I, I watching right now? Um, and so yeah, he's like. Okay, so when he's like, he yells at somebody at some point, I need to find a way to touch a lot of people at the same time. Yeah. And I'm just like, that sounds like Ming, am I right? But yeah, like, uh, but really, what I thought was going to happen, and this is really dumb, so forgive me for saying this, I thought he was going to use hands across America to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like us? <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Hands across and like everyone's touching. It's sort of that's, a human That's like twice as silly, but also would have made more sense. It would make sense if it's like, well, maybe that's why it was in the 80s. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah it would have justified thing. the 80s thing. <laughs> it would have justified more and fit the theme more than the satellite. I felt like she had like a long meeting with military technology, and they're like, yes, so the particles, this is how it was explained to me. But it's still a metaphor. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Anyway, so this all... He gets control of the entire U.S. military. Yep. He he goes to some place. I don't even know where they are in the end. But the end of the movie is Satellite that Island. Duh. Oh, they have a big fight in the White House, and that was pretty good. There was a yeah, fight was scene in the halls of the White House where they're actually doing fist fighting, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is like the second fight of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, is this a isn't this a superhero movie? movie? <laughs> yeah, this is the second fight, and it's good, and it's well done, and I'm like, dude, if you had just made a more conventional movie than this, it would have been better because it would have been generic, but so is this, and it yeah. would have at least had more of that stuff we like because the convoy sequence, the White House fight, they look good, yeah. and it's actually way more interesting even though her outfit is really dumb and they keep trying to make her more and more cat-like throughout the movie even though Rare. there's no through line to that it's like Catwoman had a bunch of cats and then she fell and had no, nine she lives. wanted to be the apex predator in the right, apex but I mean, predator in, in Batman Returns that was like the cat connection here there's no cat connection it's yeah, like she apex should predator become, she should become like a Tyrannosaurus Rex or something that would have made no, more she sense she should have become a fucking human because that's what we are anyway uh, I mean, a bear. <laughs> she could have been a bear she wow. could have been 
She could have been a tyrannosaur. Like, like there's no cat through cool. line. She didn't even like have a cat. Like she, she just, well, no. She it, said she liked cheetah print once, the animal print once at the beginning. <laughs> Everyone's like through that. line. Um, so she she's fighting Diana at the White House, and now she's on the bad guy's side because she wants to protect her wish because she likes all the power she's accrued. Okay, so. Uh, Diana can't fight back. She's being beaten by Kristen Wiig because she's lost her powers gradually, I guess, yeah, because of her wish to keep Chris Pine alive. She okay. pines for Pine. She pines for Pine. Wig hops on the helicopter with Max Lord, the bad guy. They go to some secret location. Oh, then there's like a global crisis where it seems like all the nukes are going to go off and there's like yeah, rioting in the streets. There's a, a crazy sequence. And... Uh, they go to oh my god I almost forgot they go to a Mayan shaman for some reason oh, yeah, at some point weird. and they learn more that there's some trickster god who made this stone that never comes back it's totally irrelevant it's probably and Loki right that's a trickster it's god Loki. it seems like Loki it really does uh, or that guy from Skyrim uh, yeah. who turns people into dogs um, <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, Chris Pine's like I think we all have to renounce our wishes and then things will go back to normal no basis for thinking that but you know it's a, as good a guess as any so Monkey's she renounces pop. her wish suddenly she starts crying because she doesn't want to leave him she's like rubbing his face it feels genuinely moving it's like it like works but it's it, again I was like shocked it was like why is she waiting till now to show us she can act it's also it like just, had, it's also very stupid because it's like you just say it it's like, I declare bankruptcy is basically what I declare <laughs> Bankruptcy! I did and, my wish! And, like, I thought he would, like, fade away, but she just really runs away from him really fast while crying. She, she doesn't and want then, to see him fade away into nothing. It's probably really painful for her. Right. Right. It's, it feels emotional. She jumps in the air, and she she lasses onto a plane, and then she's like, I can feel the wind, and I can pitch and yaw and all this stuff. And then she begins to learn how to fly. Like, right. she can lasso clouds for momentum and fly, and it's like, okay, that's cool. Doesn't come in handy, but still cool. Um and so it's a good I mean, skill I guess to have. It comes in handy insofar as it lets her fly wherever she needs to go. Just yeah, then. I mean, it's like a nice but, skill to just be able to fly wherever you want. I feel like, but she's rich; she can get a plane, whatever. Just wish whatever. for one or something. So <laughs> she shows up at this underground bunker or silo. Uh, <laughs> are you guys familiar with bunkers? Because oh this one, there's a, this is the first movie we watched where there's a fucking bunker in it, and it looks like shit. It's not homey. It's not relaxing. Well, it's it not looks- dripping with anything. Looked, I mean, There's honestly, no it looks pretty nice comparatively. Uh, I wasn't gonna... Bullshit! That bunker is trash. Ours is yeah, well, it's much trash better. now because they trashed it. It's not. Okay, it looks whatever. like now it looks whatever. Whatever. I, I'm not going to get into this with you. Diana shows up. Now Kristen Wake has fully become a CGI cat. It would have looked so much better if they had Terrible. done it practically or something. Yeah. It looks like Van Helsing or some shit. It looks it's bad. It's just so It looks stupid. so bad. Unwatchable. It looks really bad. And I, it's crazy because so much of the movie looks good, and it's, yeah. it's just such a bad decision to be like, we're going to do this all in CG now. Yeah. Uh, so you never get a clear look but, of what she looks could, like now. Like good, you could do good CG. This like it's like it looks like twenty years old CG. It's really weird. Right. It just looks like they didn't. I don't know what's wrong with it, but I think it's the fact that you never get a clear look at her. There's no practical version of her to base right. the CGI movements. And also, off of. you should have learned from fucking cats that nobody wants to see weird <laughs> anamorphic human cat people. No one wants to see that. Like you learn your lesson. 
Oh, I mean, I don't idea. mind people who are look like cats or whatever, but I feel like if she was more of a practical effect, like if it was more of a makeup look, sure, that might have been fine. Yeah. I mean, at least show me that and have her do a scene so I can see what she looks like. And then when she jumps around, you know, add CG to the wires yeah, or maybe whatever. Like, you know, then you're like, maybe have her put on the spandex again. Let's see what she looks like as a uh, sexy cat. Oh, my okay. God. See, it's everywhere. That's, all right. That's uh, disgusting. Okay. So she beats up Cheetah and electrocutes her. She's a cheetah now. Kristen Wiig is cheetah. She's a cheetah now. She electrocutes her, and she's like, you should have renounced your wish because you gave up your soul to become a cheetah. She, uh... <laughs> That's the other thing, is that Max Lord makes her into a cheetah by borrowing and selling wishes like a stock trader. It's yeah. really confusing how all this happens. So they go in to this underground bunker where she is like turned into like a broadcast center where he's like, reach out to me, give me your wishes. So everyone in the world is wishing and yeah. he's like accruing all their power. It's about to be nuclear war. Uh, Diana shows up and begs for everyone to renounce their wish and then and reminds Max for Lord. some reason. Yeah, like, why? I, I wouldn't if I'm being honest. I'm like, oh, to, fuck you, to bitch. I don't know a person. Are. To yeah. a person, everyone in the world yeah. watches TV at that moment and renounces their wish, and and it clear it, it cures you know nuclear war, and then he reminds Max Lord that he has a son and then oh, he's my, giving my him shit up. Kid. It's my weekend with him. She, <laughs> she uses the lasso to show that his son is in danger, and so he renounces his. I declare bankruptcy, and Pretty then great. that's the end of the movie. He goes to see his son. And Diana sees the guy who had body swapped with Chris Pine and is like, hey, how's it going? Hey. Okay, see ya. And they have like a Christmas movie ending. Does anything else happen? I don't remember. Then it ends. I didn't watch. We didn't watch after the credits. I don't know if there's any stupid scene after the credits. There is one after the credits scene where the original Wonder Woman shows up and does a Wonder Woman thing and is in the outfit. Oh, that was um, nice. That was nice of her to start shooting her in after the credits. Good job. Yeah, Thanks, right? guys. <laughs> oh, oh, I keep believe for God. So there's this metal bird outfit, and she wears it at one point. Linda Carter's character is the character who wore the metal bird outfit. Uh, so they, they okay. came up with a whole unnecessary plot at point just to put Wonder Woman in this cumbersome bird armor that yeah. doesn't help her fly. Well, you're fighting. Well, then, I mean, if you're fighting a cat, I think that was the mistake. You shouldn't. If you're a bird outfit, you can't fight a cat. <laughs> you're going to lose. Okay, that's it. That's the show. We're not going to do anything better than that. That right. was the best. See you later. Okay. So that was the best movie we've ever watched, unfortunately. That's Next sad. time, I promise, we'll go back into Optech. We'll get some real good laser discs. We'll oh find boy. the briniest Neil we can find. Okay. Check us out on Twitter, at Brothers underscore Bunker. And, you know, like, subscribe, rate, review. Give us good marks. Tell your friends. Uh, and, yeah, you could be involved in the show, and you'll have something to point to to be like, look, my name is on this episode or whatever. So uh, all that good stuff is coming soon. Do you got anything else, Jack, that we should uh, tell tru- tru- Truth is all there is. Never forget truth, truth is, is all there, there is. is. Wishes are the opposite of truth. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, and bye-bye. I want to believe that you had a plan. That you were once an honorable man But everything we find Suggests you lost your mind And now I fear that I'm your only fan When we were young you never stuck around And now they stick you six feet underground 
My family can attest to the memories I've repressed Cause proof of your neglect is the only thing left to be found In the bunker we can hide away from all the truth and lies And as we descend deeper, our hopes will surely rise In the bunker where the mushrooms grow and all the rodents dance Bring along someone you dig and excavate romance This place is both a blessing and a chore With revelations behind every door You'd come back with a kid from some waitress that you did now the crater where they found you is your final paramour In the bunker where the lights all buzz like hornets in a hive A blast of sewer water always makes me feel alive In the bunker where my demons dwell, they always drink for free The alabaster werewolves scream in perfect harmony Won't you meet me down in the bunker? Bunker 